What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. Featuring Pod of Thrones and The Shiznit. This is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Welcome back to another episode of the Shiznit Show. I'm your boy. I'm your host, Dino Red. And I have with me, as always, my ride or dies, Miss Dijon Monique. What's up, world? It's your girl. The man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Pip Lily. I'm right here. I'm right here. You can Google me, bitch. I'm an actor. I'm a director. I'm a comedian. I'm a public transportation slayer. All right. Google me, bitch. <laughs> True to source. We got a little guest here today. We do. Yeah. Dijon finally brought her, her baby. I did. I did. I didn't really have a choice, but yeah, I brought him. This morning. Uh-huh. I took so his good. collar off so he wouldn't be jingling. <laughs> <laughs> good idea. <Yeah. laughs> he going to be sneezing in a minute. He go, no. I got Jack groomed. I got him a haircut, and he hasn't sneezed since. Oh, okay. Oh, so, sneezing? Yeah, nonstop. I thought he had allergies, allergies or something was wrong with him. But I guess he just... Was tired of hearing his nose. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, how was everybody's weeks? Good, good, yeah. It's good. Mine's mine was eventful. I went to really? Smile Direct Club yesterday. What is that? You know they have like the, the invisible aligners for your teeth, okay. and you go, and it's like eighty dollars a month. Right. Yeah. So I went and I did that, and it was interesting they have it in like one of those uh yeah one of those like we work offices uh-huh. so you gotta go and then you go to the bottom and there's somebody there at the bottom they don't really say anything when you first walk in but as soon as you say something like oh you know i'm looking for a smile direct club to the security guard that's at the desk you know they point you to the person and then then they take then that person takes you upstairs to another person and then that person takes down your information then they have you wait then that person takes you to another person. And then that person takes you to the back. And then they ask you your information again, blah, 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 blah. And then more than likely, that person will hand you off to one more person. And that person will sit you down in the seat and do your teeth scan and everything like that. But the process was okay. I liked it. I haven't got my rendering yet. They say that takes three days. But I'm excited to see what the transformation will be. Well, at least they're employing people. I know. That's cool. The girl okay. who did my uh, my 3D scan, she was black. So... 
Yeah, so I was happy about that. She was cool. <laughs> it's important. Cool. It's important that somebody black does no, teeth. no, no, no. But she <laughs> she understood where I was coming from when I, you know, when I had Orally my question exactly. <laughs> when I, you know, when I had my questions and I told her that I was skeptical, she understood where I was coming from. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I told her I had done some research already and heard about it, and she was like, "I got you. Don't worry." So that was that was cool. So she understood your fears. Exactly. Okay. Yes, she did. I think she could have understood your fears if she was white. Well. <laughs> or Asian. Or Latina. <laughs> she might not have cared, but she would have understood. I think we had more things in common. Okay. So we were able to connect. She was like, oh, your middle name is Monique. My sister's middle name is Monique, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I don't know too many people named Monique. And then, you so know, that just you trans, transpired. Yeah, transpired into more. I can a rock and hit somebody named Monique. For real? Yes. I don't know anybody with a first name, Monique. Okay, besides well, that, besides the actress. That, that's maybe a little less, but she said somebody's middle name was Monique. So if you want to get yeah. first or middle, uh, yeah, I can throw a rock and hit somebody named Monique. Oh. That's what I think. I kind of feel like Monique is out there too. (laughs) Monique or Monica, some version. Not as a first name, but as a middle name, I know of only like three or four. It's a very poetic sounding name. Okay. Well, Monique, Monique. It's my middle name. Because you guys know what today is? What's today? Today is. Is it steak and. No. Oh. (laughs) Steak and BJ Day? No, that's in March. Oh, dang. By my birthday, Lord. This is. the beginning of Laker preseason. Oh, oh is yeah. It? Yep. Laker game. Oh. Laker game today with LeBron James on the team. So, yeah, I'm excited about that. The actual NBA preseason started Friday. Lakers first game today. My boy is coming over. We're going to have, oh, I got a, my, I got a buddy from out of town that's here. So, they're going to come over. We're going to hang out, play some dominoes, watch the game. Jack is just all over the place and whining and kind of a little spoiled. Uh, He's so spoiled. Why is he so spoiled? I don't know. Dejan picked him up, was holding him, and he was still whining. I'm like, why are you whining? You being hell. Sit down, Jack. <laughs> Sit down. Overstimulated. Right? And he just like, chill. He's like, pick me up. Pick me up. All right. Anyway. So, yeah, I'm excited about that. Happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy because. I am too. My new boss is Puerto Rican. Really? Mm-hmm. I like Puerto Ricans. Yeah, we know. <laughs> You've said on more than one occasion. I just, have a, I just, I, I dig Puerto Ricans. I just, I just found out there was a drink called Sex on the Beach with a Puerto Rican. What's the, what's the difference between that and the regular? I don't know. I guess it got a twist, but apparently it's a real thing. Okay. Yeah, I didn't get it, but with a knife. <laughs> oh, smash, smash! Oh my god. <laughs> Dino. Oh <laughs> Thank you guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs> That's it. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, probably got like a lemon instead of a lime. I don't know. Maybe coconut. I don't really know. But got something different. Yeah. Something. Something's different about it. That's cool. So how do you like it? How do you like your boss and everything? It's cool. I mean, you know what? It's my day job. People have been asking me on Facebook and saying, congratulations. And somebody says, like, oh, good on your new career. I'm like, this is not a career. This is what <laughs> I do to pay my bills. And I'm, and I, when, I, when I talk about Pip's broke-ass hack, I'm, I'm broke. Right. I'm tired of being broke. Right. So I had to get a job that's going to make me less broke so I can 
go back to do what I want to do. But, you know, right. everybody got to do it. I just saw Quincy Jones' documentary this week. Oh. And they talk about and that, you know, at when he had this tour in Europe and it cost him a lot of money. He lost a lot of money. He was hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt um, in like the late 60s, early 70s. And so that's how he became a record executive. He's like, I got to get a day job because I got to get out of debt. Wow. Everybody does it. Just like old boys working at fucking Trader Joe's. Wow. Right. That's true. That's true. Exactly. That's true. So this is my Trader Joe's right now. But there you go. That's true. That's true. So, but I like it because I got a Puerto Rican boss. <laughs> I ain't mad about that. All right, let's go ahead and get into these topics. We got a lot of stuff lined up today. News and noteworthy. The shiznit. So we got a couple of stories today that we've been following. Some for a lesser amount of time, others for uh, for years. Starting off with uh, the one everyone's talking about, America's dad, Mr. None other than uh, Mr. P.O. Cosby, mm. who has been sentenced and will be doing three to ten. Three to ten years is what he's getting. And, you know, uh, your boy is always on it. You know, I, I had to make sure the microphones, the Shiznit Show microphones were there. In his cell, I had I just planted microphones all <laughs> over the cell. And, and, and Peel could be heard singing. Stop me and I get locked up. They won't let me this is his new theme song. You ain't um, right. Why they treat him like that? I'm sorry. They treated him wrong. I know he a criminal. Did y'all hear the report that said that somebody threw a stale hot dog bun? Wait, wait, hold on. I'm, I want to hear what... what oh, oh. Pip, you upset that... Uh... I don't like the way they let him out like that. They made a, they make an example like that of him in that kind of way. They didn't have to do that. They made they went out of their way to humiliate him. Yeah. And that's not what the criminal justice system is necessarily about. No. And I feel like it's just continuing inside the jail. I, um, I saw a report that said that somebody threw a stale hot dog bun at him, that he was being, you know, mistreated in there. Well, sexual offenders always get mistreated in jail. Yeah, I know, but still. I, that, that's my only issue. Don't get me wrong. Jail time, deserved. So what, uh, what specifically? That they saying? led him out in the front with the cuffs and stuff like that. They could have just as easily taken him out through the back like they do everybody else in that <laughs> courthouse. They purposely did that to make an example and to humiliate. Yes, to humiliate him after this went down. It's like he's an old man who's been humiliated already. His career is gone. His, you know, he's not making any more money. Um, his business dealings are done. Um, people are not holding it down for him. I mean, this th- that just seemed extra. That's all. Yeah, that just seemed I agree. Like extra. I agree. Like he getting the time. You ain't got to do all that. Uh, he's an old man for goodness sake. I don't feel bad for him. Uh, <laughs> I, don't feel, I don't feel bad for it. I just thought that that was just super extra. That was unnecessary. That's all. I, I, not, I was not. I didn't have an issue with anything else. I just thought like if, if you if you do that for you do that for everybody or you do that for nobody. I'll just pick Bill Cosby out to do that. <coughs> that was my issue. I hear you, but I mean, other they do perp walks for other people. I mean, he's not the only one. When the cameras is there, but, um, I don't enjoy that. No. Show that. I, I also think it's just like if you're going to have some credibility to your system, then show some. It's not. I just didn't think it ain't professional. Yeah, I don't know. I don't feel bad. I don't I don't feel bad for uh, for Bill Cosby. But I just think the whole case has just been extra. It's been dragging on over a long time. It's just it's it's just been a lot. I'm glad I'm he's happy going that jail. it's over. <laughs> right. I'm with you. Bill. I'm happy that jail. it's over. I mean, I think he got I think he got less than what he deserved but i just thought i just thought that 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 part was extra and the the photos all over 
It's like, yeah, we already know. We already know. He's been, he, this whole last five years, no, as I guess it hasn't been going on that long, it feels, but it feels like five years. It's just about just bringing him down, breaking him down, breaking him down, breaking him down, breaking him down. He's broken. Yeah, it feels like five years because that's about how long ago it was when the whole thing broke broke with Hannibal, <clears throat> Hannibal Burris. To <clears throat> talk. <clears throat> Do you want to pause? <clears throat> but yeah. Um... Thanks. Yeah. Had a some water went down the wrong way. It happens. <clears throat> so I'm back. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we're back. Well, and while you know, since we're locking up old people that did stuff a whole long time ago, why not let's 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 lock up the uh, that lady who lied on Emmett Till on Emmett Till and caused uh, his death. I'm for mm-hmm. that. I'm, I'm actually actually am for that 100 mm-hmm. percent because she again has gotten away with murder. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then she, you know, she finally came forward and admitted that she lied about it. And Jesse Williams is uh, the star of Grey's Anatomy and, you know, outspoken over, uh, I don't want to call him a black leader because he's not really, I guess he's an activist though, right? He's an activist, yeah. 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 Black activist from Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Pretty boy. Pretty motherfucker. (laughs) Um, He's he's, uh, making his directorial debut. Okay. In a movie about Emma Till's mother. I think it's called Teal. Uh Uh-huh. And so I guess it takes place, or I guess the emphasis on it is kind of like her life after, you know, the that that tragedy of her son's death. Uh, oh, well, that makes sense, actually. Oh, I, that's I, gonna be good because that's really where. That. I mean, well, that's historically speaking, she, it's because of her actions that we're still talking about Emma Till today. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If she mm-hmm. hadn't, you know, reached out to the black press and mm-hmm. had the open casket. Mm-hmm. Which you know we've seen the photos now. You yeah. know right. his body after they've been in the water and stuff like that. Yeah. And, but the horror of it all, and it sometimes, unfortunately, this is with every movement. It takes that image mm-hmm. for people to see and go like, "It's that bad." Yeah, it's that bad. Yeah, like somebody really did that. Yeah, yeah. Which is sad, but it's true. I'm happy. I mean, I'm I'm here definitely here for this one. So I'm about to strangle that dog right now. <laughs> Even even now, we still have to we have to wait for like the horror stuff to, to for us to change the way we do things. And unfortunately, some things are becoming so commonplace we don't even we look past it now. I mean, we're so used to seeing shootings on TV and stuff like that. It like we don't even like that image doesn't even do anything for us anymore. That's true. We get desensitized. Yeah, that's the word. We get desensitized. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that happens quite quite frequently, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, so I mean, if we're if we're going to be locking up people, let's let's uh, you know for things that happened a long time ago, let's let's uh, how they say today, um, keep that same energy. Right. Let's be consistent. Well, there is no st- statute of limitations on murder, and she, while she didn't commit murder. Definitely, her false accusation led to someone's death. Right. So it's got to be. Yeah, is there a statute of limitations on perjury or, um, let's see, what else could she be charged with? I don't know, but she should, some some charges need to go down against her. She's getting, basically getting off scot-free. And again, she's old, Cosby's old, but it's like, you know, you should forfeit something. You should forfeit something. You, you, you had a life you already shouldn't have had and you had none. Yes. His was taken because of your falsity and that's messed up. Falsity? Yeah. Okay, Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing word games. I got some new ones in my repertoire. Brian Banks, Juanetta Gibson. Those names mean anything to you guys? Mm-mm. Football so, player. So, yes, that's it. It's an older case. It's a football player uh, from Long Beach Poly back in 2002. Mm. He was arrested and convicted for rape. 
What? For raping. Yes, for raping. Um, Waynetta, Waynetta. Waynetta, Waynetta? Hmm, how long ago was this? Yes, Waynetta Gibson, back in the early 2000s. Oh, hmm, okay. So, <clears throat> he maintained that not only did he not rape her, he didn't even have sex with her, right? His story was they they hooked up on the, uh, he was a star football player. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, was expected to, he was already committed to uh, USC, and right right i remember this yeah and he was expected to go on to the nfl and have a great career and all that stuff well he hooked up with this girl and they went to the stairwell right and he said they they kissed and they made out and they did some heavy petting mm-hmm. and that was it that's as far as it went mm-hmm. so the the he, he um later on throughout the day whatever he's going to class and all of a sudden he sees all these police officers and police cars and stuff up there and Lo and behold, they're there for him. Mm. <clears throat> and so her story was that, that he, he raped her, right? So they charged him with kidnapping, I guess, because, you know, it was in a closed space or something like that. And, you know, he didn't allow her to leave, according to her story, and, and rape. And he, they was going to try him as an adult. He was looking at 41 years. So they huh? came to him with a plea bargain. Mm-hmm. And... His attorney said that he would probably only do 18 months or something like that because he had never been in any kind of trouble. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he was this model student. This was his the one time he was ever in any trouble. So with looking at 41 years, he decided to go ahead and take it, take the plea deal. He's like a year and a half versus 41 years. Right. You know, wow. Mm -hmm. Well, he took the deal, but he didn't get 18 months. He got six years. How did that happen? Because a judge can do that. Oh. Right. There, there wasn't... Yeah, exactly. Judge can do that. Judge can say, like, thank you, State, for... Uh, Offering this deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's generous, but I think it should be this. Right. Wow. And also, and then to to uh, address what you said last week, John, about the only doing a third of your time, mm-hmm. and I was saying how, like, that's not... I mean, I did some research on that after that, too. I can't find anywhere in any of the where that's like a written rule. I mean, it happens and they can do that and it, that can happen that way, but that's not a guarantee. No, no, guy, no, definitely not a guarantee. Is a proof of that because he got six years and he did 62 months, which is almost, almost all whole, of it. Right. Almost the whole time mm. on the first defense. Right. So he gets out and <clears throat> he tries to put his life back together and he wants to play for the NFL and he's trying to go, you know, he's pursuing that. He's going to tryouts and walk-ons and whatever else. And the coaches are like, sorry, you know, you're but, a felon. but, but keep, keep trying. Mm-hmm. They're like, you're not quite there, but keep trying. Right. So he keeps trying because of that. And he says one day, like, you know, many years after he gets, the, he gets a friend request from his accuser and saying that she wants to let bygones be bygones and this and that. <laughs> right. And so that's what he's thinking, like, what in the world? And so he had, he makes an asked her if she's willing to help him clear his name and this and that. And she agrees to it. He meets with her and attorneys and they videotape it. And she's on, on video saying that he never raped her. What? This story just got wild. That he never raped her and that he didn't kidnap her or any of that. Which also bears out the fact that they never found any kind of physical evidence. Yeah. They didn't find any DNA of his on her, on her clothing or anywhere else. Right. They never found anything. So his story was the only story that made sense. So come 2013, this gets overturned. Right. Uh-huh. So his name gets cleared. They overturn it. Oh, well, also she says that she wants to help him, 
but she's kind of hesitant because her parents and her, they sued the Long Beach School District saying oh. that it wasn't a safe environment. Oh, my God. And she got like $1.5 million or something like that. Oh, my God. So, what? Like, I don't have to pay this money back. And she's doing <gasps> this on film, right? She says this on film that like I don't want to have to pay that money back. That's a lot of money. Oh, my God. And then after it gets out that she confessed to it being, the, the news contacts her to get her side of the story, or I guess to probably find out. Because to this day, we still haven't heard any kind of reason why she would say this. Right. Uh, right. Uh-huh. There's been no offer of why I said it. Right. Why I, I said why did I do it in the first place? In the first place. Then she reneged on what she said and said that she only said that because he offered her $10,000 to do it. Wow. Now, this uh-huh. dude is working many jobs, trying to get his way back into his ex-con. He's like, where I got, you don't have, I don't have $10,000. Where do, I, where do I get ten thousand dollars to pay her anything? Miss well, Gibson, we already established she's got some credibility issues, Ms. Gibson. and it's on. It's in a disposi- deposition already. <sighs> that is just crazy. And even Ms. if he did offer the ten thousand dollars, you accepted ten thousand dollars to lie yes. in the deposition. Yes. So again, credibility yes. issues already. Miss Gibson, I'm very disappointed. I can't. I this story vaguely passes my memory but not but not so much but you don't this remember is this fossil no hell no <laughs> not this one Wait, it's not over it's not over it's not why, over no it's not over the reason why is back because it, it ends on a on a high note oh change. it ends on a high note i mean that part all that stuff is still horrible you can't unring the bell and all that but you know yeah, what i did 80 percent in the interviews with this guy he seems like uh, like a lot of these people surprisingly who get um, falsely uh, uh, incarcerated, they surprisingly, I don't they take it surprisingly well. I don't know how, any other way to say it, a lot of them. Like, they, he's very, you know, but, you know, he's he's very, like, I'm I'm going to just, you know, try, I'm trying to get on my, get my life on track and this and that. He's not real bitter, not real hateful or angry. Like, I would be like, That's what I'm world. thinking. But anyway, he keeps trying to get into the NFL. And this year, he gets picked up by the Atlanta Falcons. All right. right. Yes. yes. All right. I might have to get his jersey. So he's a, uh, a lineman. That's so good. Back for the Atlanta Falcons. That's, That's what's amazing. Up. That's what's up. That's even more amazing. That's what's up. And he makes it to the NFL. That's finally. what's up. But you know That's what? Good. That not being That's better. Great. He because pro- he kept his eye on what mm-hmm. he wanted and where he mm-hmm. was going and where he wanted to get to. Mm-hmm. He never let the stuff stop him, and that that's a brilliant. Good on him. Oh Good wow! So shout out. Wow, that's amazing. We wow, we pulling for you. Shame on Wayneetta. I hope he has a, a magnificent career. Me too. I hope he takes it, goes to the to the Super Bowl and all that. Oh, get ranks for them hoes. But, That's crazy. Oh, man. Yeah. Six years of your life, gone. Gone. Wow. Gone. And then now she, so she got sued by Long Beach School District, so she got to pay that like $2.5 million back. Oh, great for her. But, the, you know, that's not going to happen. She's just going to owe it forever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> She's never going to get $2.5 right. million. No. She know? was lucky. She got the 1.5. She right. had to go through it. That's probably why she did it. That's probably why she lied on him in the first place. I, I think she lied, and the parents went after her, and she was so caught up in the lie that she had to support this other part. Well, yeah, I don't know. It's it's just it's horrible, and, and it happens for a hand job. And it's not to say that you know that you know not trying to say that 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 every uh, woman 
that cries, you know, that, that says that she was assaulted, that she's lying. You know, we're not saying that at all, but it not does at happen. All. It yeah. does happen. It does happen. And just like this, you know, you, just like you can't ignore the fact that it happens, you can't ignore the fact that sometimes they do lie. Yeah. You know, and I feel like women want to, there are, who was that? Who was that? It was some prominent female just recently. Was it Laura Dunn? I don't want to say any names because I don't, I don't remember. But someone just recently tweeted out that um, women lie about a lot of things. We lie about the weight and this and that. Women don't lie about rape. That's a lie. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, that no. is a lie. Yes. There are more, no. there's been more than no. a few documented yes. uh, where that has happened. Now, yes. now, I think you should be listening to women when they make accusations and then you should investigate. Yes. Them. Right. No, yes. No, no one gets the big Yes. 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 You know what I mean? It's like yes. you have to. Do, investigate yes do your due diligence do your due diligence well, you not do you don't automatically convict the man and you don't automatically dismiss the woman you don't automatically believe the woman you don't automatically believe the man right that's just there's no automatics yeah you no have to investigate and find out what the truth is yeah definitely but nobody gets the benefit of the doubt no. with the exception of innocent until proven guilty exactly because I mean, shame is real you know. i know women who have had sex with a man or multiple men and got a bad name and then you know felt bad and i'm pretty sure that there's women out there well, that are desperate a, a, a bad, like what two shows two ago. ago right yeah two, two shows ago, ago. yeah yeah, and they fun. just and they just feel shame, and I can imagine that there's women out there that are desperate enough that they will lie. I was falsely accused. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. This, uh, we're, and we're talking uh, one of my um, what do you call it? Uh, foster kids that my mom had. Wow, mm-hmm. wow. But she came from a family that had some. There were it's other issues yeah. in their family too. So, and it was it was it's it's, it's a shame, and it's like uh, I didn't. I will. The first time I found out about the accusation, I guess she had told something before, something like that to other people. And the first time I ever found out about it, actually, she had called, when I, this when I was in Chicago, she had called my agency's office and left a message on my agency's phone number saying that I was a rapist. What? Wow. And so my agency came to me and asked me if I knew this person and that told me about the message they'd left. And I'm like, I, I do know her, but I don't know what she, I, didn't, I don't know what this is about. Right. And I, yeah. I, I, I prank or something. Cause this was like when people were first putting out professional websites. So on uh-huh. my website, it had my agent's name and number. contact on it. So she had called there and then, uh, and then I started getting a message on my website, calling me a rapist and stuff like, like, Oh wow, is this going down. And wow. it's like, I just actually, I ended up, I, I just kind of blocked her from all the kind of social medias and right. stuff. Like I still do. And actually I'm friends with her, very close friends with her s- sister, uh, two of her sisters. One I, uh, both of which I went to high school with, uh, but yeah, it happens. I, I know, I know for a fact. Do you know why she happened. did that? No, I have never seen her since I went to college. Wow. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say since I went to college because I knew because she, my mom, she was at my mom's house when I was in college. Since I, well, I guess went to grad school. That's when I went away from Peoria. Yeah, I'm terrified of that. You know, I'm a, I'm a boss. I'm a dad. Sure. And we just had this conversation not too long ago, my wife and I. Because I told her long, you know, before Danya was born that I'm not, I'm not into the sleepovers. I mm-hmm. don't believe, I don't want Danya going to them and I don't want her having them. Because mm-hmm. I just know too, if you talk to any of your friends, maybe you personally, but if you just take a poll mm-hmm. of what went on at sleepovers, mm-hmm. there wasn't good shit happening at sleepovers. Oh Lord. What do you mean? Oh Lord. People, the people oftentimes get abused and molested. People oftentimes, 
uh, uh, experimented with alcohol for the first time or drugs for the first time during sleepovers. I mean, these are facts. These are facts. Not when so, I not when I was like seven or nine. Okay, well, you're one of the lucky. Now, when I was like five, so it wasn't I until I was like a teenager that when I was having sleepovers, I was having you know experimenting with you know having a beer or you okay, know well, it's whatever at a sleepover, correct? Yeah, but I wasn't a child. That's okay. like that's <laughs> that's teenager. Yeah, it's gonna happen somewhere. Stuff. I was you know I don't. I mean, yeah, that, there's definitely a blessing that, you know, I wasn't molested as a child, but I don't feel like it necessarily was because I went to sleepovers or something, yeah, something to do with sleepovers. I could have got a commonplace at the sleepover. Yeah, I don't know. But I know it does happen. I, yeah, no. Yeah, I'm not saying that. I hear it happens a lot of sleepovers. So, um, so yeah, so I'm cool on the sleepovers and then I don't need for whatever reason, I don't need no little girl saying you anything. did anything. I don't need to walk into the bathroom mm-hmm. last year, or they walk in on the bathroom on me on accident. I feel that. Which I don't know how that could happen because I always lock the door, but still, I just don't need, I don't need her having some sort of problems and it just, I just don't need it. I mm-hmm. don't need it. I don't want it. Don't need it. So it's, it's a very, very small circle and a few exceptions of who my daughter has had one sleepover mm-hmm. and that was with her, her cousin over my sister's house. Whatever. So it's either it's either close family members, and then there's like probably two other people. I have my buddy Lance and his daughters or whatever. She can go over there, and and his daughter can come over to our house. And then I have another friend CJ, who we also go back like thirty years and whatever. And they're um, she's best friends with her daughter. She can go over her house, and her daughter can come over our house. Oh, so, that, so you're not one hundred percent anti sleepover. I'm one hundred percent with those two exceptions. Well, yeah. no, I'm just saying because, like, my mom, who was well, a good parent, my mom new, didn't just let, let let me yeah, go anywhere. Exactly. She got the new best friend. She had to get. They had to get friend, vetted. That's not gonna happen. She's not going over to best friend's house to sleep, and the best friend's not coming over here to sleep. Oh, that's unless, too bad. Unless, unless, like, I go out of town or something, and then my wife want to host something. I can. I do understand where you come, where you come from with that because you, you're trying to protect yourself. Yeah, no, I, I get but, that. I get but, that. But, yeah, I get there. that. It's out there. But let me that. also say this. So my my sister's best friend. This remember earlier I was like, oh, my nephew got killed, they got stabbed, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I, this is that was her son. That's my mom, my sister's best friend. But she was at our house sleeping over all the time. Granted, there was no adult male in the house mm-hmm. that could be in the position that you are worried about being put in. Mm-hmm. But my that relationship, though, was important because of her the sleepover is what I'm saying. Strengthened that relationship between her and my sister and even me. Mm-hmm. I understand that. But I'm I'm willing to <laughs> you get close some other way. It's <laughs> not going to happen on my Yeah, we my, will have a no. barbecue. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had uncles that felt the same way that you feel, you know, yeah. so, so yeah. I totally get it and understand. But. Um. Yeah. It's not so it's not everybody. So yeah, no, it's not everybody. My mom didn't let me go spend a night with my with my fast friends. Hell no, you ain't going over there and spend a night. Right. I can come over. She can come over here and play. I can keep an eye on y'all. But that's about it. And then she right. got to go home. I'm gonna drop her off. That's it. Also, so, yeah, no, like you're saying, like even just like the accidental weirdness stuff. Like if you walk in in the bathroom or they walk in the bathroom, that can be yeah. misconstrued yeah. very easily. If they tell that story to their parent. This, it's, it's, that's a tr- this, that could be a trial. This is how hardcore I am. So a few years ago, Danya had a birthday party. It was here in the it was in the backyard, and um, she invited. What in the world? Sorry, I'm trying to get him to stay. He ain't gonna stay. Yeah, you're making it worse. 
<laughs> so so uh we the party was in the backyard. But you know how kids they run in and out or whatever. And so Danya was she had her little her little posse of girlfriends and they were all running around and this and that. And they were going in and out the house. And I noticed this one little girl from up the street, whenever they went in the house, she stayed behind. And all the rest of them would go in the house and they would, you know, run up to her room or whatever they were doing and then they run back out. You know, kids they do that run in and out all the time. And I was like, what's, what's, how, how come your one little friend never goes with, when you guys go in the house, whatever. Oh, her parents said that she can't go inside the house. She's not allowed inside the house. I was like, what? And it's like, okay. I was like the range of emotions that just went through my body quick immediately. Cause on one hand, I like, I kind of get it. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, I don't get it because if you feel that way, then why the fuck is your kid here? In the first place. Right. You're not right. Why is your kid here? And you're not. But they can't come inside. Wow. This broad daylight is a mill. You know what? I, I sent her home. I, I would have. I would have too. I sent her home. I was like, nope. You got to go. Sorry. Heck yeah. I sent her home. Yeah. I'm go like, home. You you have to come back with a parent. Right. You're free to stay, but your parent needs to be here with you. Right. If if your parent can't come with you, then you can't. But you're free to come play with Danya, whatever you want, as long as your your parent comes with right. you or whatever. But you're not allowed over here by yourself. Because how are you supposed to supervise inside and outside? Exactly. Well, not even that. If your if your mind is like that. No, I know what you're talking about. I'm just talking about logistics. Like you can't be responsible for their child that's outside when everybody else is inside, right. and you take care right. of people inside, and your child is inside. Right. Yeah, it's just it was just like nah, I just it just didn't feel right to me, and I was just like that's just not that was a red flag. I'm like, yeah, that's a big red flag. That's an automatic right like, there. Oh, as soon as she say something, then they're automatically gonna be thinking something because they already on the edge. They don't want her to come in, and they already yeah. thinking that something might happen. I see what you're trying to say, Dino. Hell no. Nah. Take your ass back across the street or down the street, yeah. wherever you came from. And if your parents feel that way, tell them they can come over here and sit and watch for themselves. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you would, like, not, see, I would never do, you know what I mean? I would yes. Never, like, Danya, you know, she has a friend, some friends down the street, this, some other, some different friends, mm-hmm. you know, and they've been in our house and she's been in their house, whatever, you know, during daylight hours or whatever. And, the, you know, the mother's there over there and the mother's here over, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. It's, it's all fine. It's all good. Right. But I would never tell Diane, like, oh, you can't go inside their house or, you know, and still let her go over there and play. Right. Because you trust your child. You taught your child better. But it's, it just, that just doesn't really make No, you know, it doesn't. If it, if it, yeah. I don't. Leaping over is a one thing, but just like not even set foot inside, mm-hmm. that doesn't make any sense. And that's what how kids play. They run in and out. That's yes. what they do. They go over here, they go over there, they put the dolls outside, dolls always, inside, school outside, playground inside. It's always that kid that got their parents got all them extra rules for them. <laughs> usually I usually that was me. My mom always had extra rules. Oh Lord. Yes, 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 yes. Well, I was a latchkey kid, and I was like, "Where'd you go?" And blah blah. And I then was my too. and then my mom was like, w- "When she's mellowed now, but when she used to be extra extra religious, like like if they be you know they not, if they don't play gospel music, I can't go over there to that house. Yeah. And oh. you know, if they got like you know if they got something that she thinks like an occult, yeah. something like are they listen to like you know like oh, P funk? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because oh, then he had that symbol, which is something like, like uh, that. Yeah. 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 And even yeah. his music, and they did the yeah. backward mask. Right. 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 Gary Greenwald. Right. 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 Oh, yeah. I, man, please. You could talk about that. Just like you. I grew up like that. My mom, she had, I don't know, I guess she went with her gut feeling. She didn't really have that, that same. <laughs> 
Because my mom was a young parent. Like, my mom had me when she was 16. So she yeah, didn't really have that. Yeah, but your mama sounds bolder than my mom. Yeah, so she would be like, you want to go spend at your friend house? Let me talk to their mama. So that was like the first step. So then you get the mama on the phone. Then she talks to them. Hey, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Dijon says she want to come over there and spend a night. Uh-huh, da 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 And then she'd be like, all right, bye. And from whatever that conversation that they had on that phone, that determined right there if <laughs> I was going or not. My mama will hang up the phone and be like, you going to unpack your shit, take your shoes off. <laughs> You ain't going no motherfucking where. You ain't going over there. Don't you ever ask me to go over there? Spend a night. City mom was sixteen. She wanted to go to sleep mm. over with you. <laughs> you also had no, a city mom. I had a country mom. <laughs> no, my mom did. My mom had babysitters. My grandma was there. My uncles was there. She, was, my mom wasn't tripping on that. She get up and go as she pleased. <laughs> so you guys know we always talk about. Well, not always. It just kind of happens lately. We've been talking a lot about grannies, right? Yeah, yes, we have resilient grannies, we like grannies. Brazilian. Well, yeah, they've all shooting been, people. Yeah. They've been taking Just shots and in general, living all over grannies. Well, today we have a. Well, I don't know if he's a grandpa. Doesn't say, but he could be a grandpa because a seventy-one-year-old Roger D. Washburn of Indiana. This also this is a story that sounds like it could be out of Florida, but, <laughs> but it's not. It's actually out of Indiana. Pistol whips his best friend of fifty years over a Bruno Mars song. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> You know what? They never say. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. But the police report doesn't say, and so the the news outlet doesn't say either. They don't. Nobody knows. But. You son of a bitch. That is by Bruno Mars. <laughs> no, you asshole. That is by the Maroon Five. <laughs> I said it's Bruno Mars. You son of a bitch. No, that's the Maroon Five. I will take out my pistol and beat your ass. I know it's Bruno Mars, you son of a bitch. That's pretty much how it went. Oh, my God. He, 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 they go back and forth about whether the song is Bruno Mars or not. <laughs> or Miguel. And they get, so, yeah, so the guy gets pissed off and he show he, he, he brandishes his, his pistol. I said it's then, Miguel. And then his friend is like calls him a chicken shit. He's like, you chicken shit, you gonna put out a pistol because you <laughs> this is after he's proved that it was Bruno Mars. He's so like, wait, who proved who proved it was Bruno Mars? The friend? No, the one who was has the gun. The one who did the pistol with okay. him. Roger. Wow. Roger Washburn. Okay, so he was right. Okay. He proved, he proved that it was Bruno Mars and the the old ornery buddy still wouldn't would have, <laughs> wouldn't relinquish. He wouldn't have any. He was still was holding on to the fact that it wasn't Bruno Mars. A tomato is a vegetable. So <laughs> with the pistol. <laughs> I told you, you it was know, Bruno is, Mars. This is a long time. This ain't Google about Bruno said, Mars. They, it's not. And then they didn't even call the police for hours. <laughs> yeah, the police show up. And they're like, why y'all didn't? They're like, well, we wasn't going to call. What You know what I think? They didn't call because, well, when he pistol with the dude, the gun discharged like a couple of times. Oh. They say no one got killed. They say. I, say, <laughs> I think it took them a couple of hours to call the police because the person got oh, to bury them bodies. Yeah, they had, they had it was three people the out there. Uh, it's Maroon Five. It's Miguel. No. <laughs> so whoever it was, it might have been the wife. I don't know. It been, whoever got struck. <laughs> oh they my had, god! They had time to bury and get rid of that body and the evidence. Yes. So that's why they called the police a couple hours. Like, oh yeah. yeah. I told you. That is a crazy ass fucking situation. <laughs> yeah. Indiana. That's where my grandfather is from. I'm, I'm, I, I love Uptown the Funk. I know this song. <laughs> <laughs> I know this song. What is this 
That's the Bruno Mars. That's the brown boy, the Bruno. That's the Bruno Mars boy, the little boy Bruno. Wait, wait, wait. It's a not to Bruno. They're from Indiana, and you keep giving them this Eastern European type accent. <laughs> because, because this week I got a prank call. It wasn't a prank call, but I wasn't you know, gonna say nothing I about tell- that. But I just thought maybe that was his you interpretation. Did it too. You made him Italian. <laughs> well, that was my best Indiana I could do at that time. I got a call this week from some place in India, and the guy's like, "Hello, uh, this is Roger. Oh God, this is Paul, and I'm calling because in the past, and I just hung up. Right, and it's been stuck in your head. Yeah, that's been stuck in my head all week. Sorry, my grandfather was from Indiana, and I to well, me Indiana, he didn't, Indiana, Indi- right, Indiana." <laughs> And to me, he didn't have no crazy wild accent. So it was just like. Yeah. There was a Midwestern accent. Midwestern? They just have, yeah, they have a. They say fur? Kind of a twang. Like they, a, his R's were hard, and that yeah. was it. Yeah. yeah Larry ex, Bird. Uh, I have an ex. His fanger. That's what he would say. My fanger. <laughs> Indiana's okay. It's got some pretty parts down south. I've been there. I've been there. I've been to Indiana. And Indianapolis is cool. Newcastle and. Uh, Indianapolis, I think no Muncie in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Muncie, Muncie, Newcastle, Indiana. I'm, I wonder who got shot. <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. The third person. Oh, you mean the person who got buried? Yeah. Who died? <laughs> they threw in the river. Probably was a granny. Oh. Maybe. Now you know if it was a granny, she'd be alive somewhere in the barn. Cause she'd have pulled out an extra pistol out of her robe. <laughs> so another, she back another story we have an update on. Which is only a slight update, though, is the Amber Geiger story. Amber Geiger is the the female uh, cop in Dallas who mm-hmm. shot uh, Botham Jean, and uh, because she she entered his apartment and says that she thought that she entered her own apartment and was being burglarized, and she she shot him and and he died. Uh, the only update we have is that she has been fired officially. Now that's kind of amazing because they never fire police. It right. seems mm. they go on desk duty for months and months and months and months or whatever while they do an internal investigation. Mm-hmm. Now I do know that they they were saying that they were they had the fobs. They don't have like the regular keys in this or or they have cards or fobs that uh-huh. they open the right. doors. So that means that it's digital or electronic mm-hmm. records. Uh-huh. So they can find out if she actually did go to her uh-huh. own apartment that night right. or she tried like, you know, did and she... And I saw where they said that they pulled them to, to see that, but they didn't reveal what the result right. was. Right, of course. But they, they have to have them at this point in oh, time. Yes. So oh, there's yes. some strong evidence oh, yes. against her that will allow them to be able to fire oh, yes. her. Oh, yeah. And just, just the witness reports alone saying that, you know, she was yelling outside of the door right. and uh, her you know, there's been reports that she was pacing up and down the hallway. So it's just like all that just does not add up and make sense to her story. I saw three bo- billboards outside of Ebby. Still on my list. That's still on my list to watch. I haven't watched it yet. Okay, I'm not going to, no spoilers. Oh. Uh, yeah. But it is, police can get away with a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Well, I'm not police, surprised. Getting away with a lot. There's the FBI report that came out that says that there's a 40% chance that you can get away with murder Uh-oh. in this country. That's a pretty good chance. Yeah. yeah that was good odds. You know what? It's, well, it's not 50-50. I, when I first read it, I thought it was saying that there's a 40% chance that you get caught. And it's not saying that. It's saying the reverse. There's a 60% chance you get caught and a 40% chance that you get away with it. Hmm. Which is, you know... That's still pretty good. That's still, yeah, that's still, still pretty, pretty decent. Good. It's not nearly as good as they want you to believe. Like, <laughs> if you watch television and movies... It looks like you're going to get caught 99.99999% right. of the time. Yeah, no. Especially with all the, you know, they, they put all the emphasis on the, the DNA. And right. They make all these. They got like 
six, seven shows that the whole thing is about right. how they're going to catch you through the DNA. And exactly. Like procedurals. They developed a whole new genre of cop show just to like prove how based around how medical the shit. science right oh, we're gonna get you. gonna get you right yeah and they make it seem like they get you every single fucking time and yeah they and, do not and all the favors that they can call it oh let me call somebody at the medical's office oh let me call somebody down at the so-and-so's office and run this person and all of the shit that they can just do on tv that i ain't never seen done that's murder right that's the the most successful of any crime that's murder and murder of like white people that's that high no other no other crime has that high of a clearance rate okay mm. for black people the the rate is more like 47% that that uh, 47% clearance rate all right so we're at 60 for white people 47 something for black people that you will get caught no 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 that, that they, you will get away with it that no that they catch the person clearance rate means that how often that they clear the case she's saying case. like so 60% of uh white people are no 40 percent of white people are going to get off okay but only uh 53 percent of black people are going to get off no 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 no. not the people this is about the victim the oh. victim say that again then it's 60 percent of white murders are Runs. solved right oh okay only 47 percent or 40 something percent somewhere in the 40s high 40s percent of black murder victims cases are solved oh okay. wow i see yeah Okay. Yeah, I was a little confused when you said the second time. Only forty-seven percent are solved. Yeah, wow. that's crazy. I but they sixty percent of the white ones is getting solved. Now all of a sudden, sixty sounds good. Before you were like, oh, sixty. No, 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 no. That's no, what we're trying to figure out if we could could no, we no, get no, away no. with murder. <laughs> yeah. So we can murder some black people. So yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. If you want to be, that's what I'm pointing out. If you want to be a serial killer, what you want to do is you want to carry, you want to kill black people, and you want to kill like homeless. Black people. Oh yeah. You know, homeless or drug that addicts. Is so or, sad. Or, or, or or black criminals. Those those then you could be the ones nobody care a about. Long career, long pro- prolific career as a serial killer without getting caught. Okay. If, if that's well, where you want to keep your victimology narrowed down to It's just a numbers game. To the yeah. To the black underbelly. Why do you guys think that uh more white murders are solved than black murders? Well, there's a lot of reasons. One of the reasons is the community involvement. I mean Black people are notoriously known are known for not, not snitching for not right for not helping the police, but True. then it's like a chicken and an egg kind of thing because mm-hmm. it's like because because the police are less effective in black communities and because they have the stigma of of violating our civil rights and things of that nature, we're more distrusting of them and mm-hmm. more reluctant to help them, and mm-hmm. then they're then they're also have a harder time solving cases because of that. So it's this this whole cause this the whole chicken and egg thing you don't mm-hmm. know what causes what but it's the circular there are biases you know. against black cases too yeah. there are cops who don't consider it a priority mm-hmm. or just sweep it under a rug or just assume it's gang related or assume it's this related yeah and don't go the extra mile mm-hmm. that they would necessarily and even you know or and, and unfortunately and this is something that camps up uh we were talking earlier about that seven seconds i tell netflix seven seconds show which i finally getting around to watch i love it but you know just a lot of black people might know some sketchy people from your community whatever Mm -hmm. community you're from if you're from a sketchy community you're gonna know sketchy people Mm -hmm. doesn't mean you associate with them right but you do know them yeah and they might come to a funeral and also Mm -hmm. the cops see you talking to somebody that's known sketchy Mm -hmm. and they think you sketchy too that happens it's happened to me especially in urban settings no very (laughs) 
Very much so. It used to be this guy in uh, in my neighborhood, and he would sell like you know DVDs, and mm-hmm. he also sold weed too. So this is when I was like, this is before dispensaries, and I was just like, just fresh, fresh. Like I, I was still nervous going to go buy weed and DVDs. So uh, one time I went to go. Um, I was actually I was waiting for him, or I was trying to meet up with him so I could see what new DVDs he had and maybe get some weed. I was still a little bit leery. So whatever for whatever reason he, I pulled up to his house. He wasn't there. I went back home. I'm home. I'm sitting in front of my house. I'm on my phone texting him like, let me know when you're going to get home. Blah 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 blah. And the police came by and took a picture of me. Yes, they did. Wow. Yeah, well. Yes, they did. And, and I looked at and I was like, ah! and I was so shocked. Like, and they just kept on driving, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how I felt. That's how I felt. I was like, ah! but no, but I just, I'm still leery. Y'all don't even know. <laughs> like, it was too late. That's that's what, well, you know, here's the other thing, like, kind of the way police work. I've been frisked and I've been asked for my ID just sitting on a bus stop with other black people. Yeah. Yeah. That just happens. Stop mm-hmm. and frisk is what yeah. they call it. Yeah, and it's totally illegal, but yeah. it happens. Yeah. Still. Still happens. And like it, it's actually just easier to just give in and just do it mm-hmm. than to complain about your civil rights because yeah. you're going to miss your bus. And that's the sad sad part about it. I think that we yeah. we rather comply than to to say something because I it's so to inconvenient. <laughs> yeah, and, and then not, not only that, not only is it a waste of your time, that one situation can escalate to something that's... Ten times worse than that's, you just giving your ID. That's why I just try to hang out with white people. So exactly. With this report, it also says that like violent crimes, like rape and assault, those are uh, closer to like a you got a fifty fifty chance of getting away with it, and then burglary and robbery and those crimes, it's in the teens. The, uh, yeah. the clearance rate, like, like you only solve like less than twenty percent. So if you get burglar, they don't even try. If you get burglarized, wow. you just it's gone. Shit out of luck. You have insurance. That's it. Yeah. Shit they, don't out try. they don't even try to solve those. Wow, and what this well, and what this report doesn't tell you, which I also I know, is that most of the ones that they do clear, whether murders or rapes or burglary, whatever, the most of the cases that they clear, it's because they get help from the public, which mm-hmm. is why they get so upset when we don't cooperate, because mm-hmm. that's the big, how they solve most of their mm-hmm. cases. They come from tips, mm-hmm. you know, from people who've seen something, yeah, or camera camera footage or. Up. They follow up, and then that's, you know, it leads to something or whatever. But, yeah, that's where it starts, and a lot of times that's how it... That's true. That's true. <clears throat> or people will straight out say, I know who did, but yeah. Or I have a, an inclination because this situation happened, blah, 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 blah. We ain't not doing that. Or I don't know too many people in our black community that's doing that. Well, but again, like what Dino is all saying, like, you get people that won't even tell the bare basics. Like, right. It's like, did you, like, there was a report that this person was in this area. I didn't see nobody. Right. 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 You know, it's right. like you could just say like they saw them, but you're afraid to say because you don't know if you're hurting them or, or hindering them. So people just say, I didn't see anything mm-hmm. yeah. when it's like it, it could be health condition to not talk to the cops at all. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, until it's a crime that affects, affects you. you. Then all of a sudden. Oh, definitely. And we want it oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, oh, yeah. I, had, <laughs> I had, then we got a protest. I had a cop come to my door yeah. one time asking a lot of questions. I don't know what he was trying to figure out or whatever and after a while it was it was a lot about like who used to live here before and who's to live in these apartments around the, around me and i'm like first of all my first thing was like maybe he's not a real cop mm. and so i'm getting i'm getting real suspicious and he's asking a lot of questions i'm like well if you got questions about people that lived here you need to ask the manager she lives right there mm-hmm. and that's that's and i i, I didn't want to i was nervous yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i've had police too many come, questions i've had i've had because and 
I don't want to tell you about my apartment building, but anyway, where I live in my building, I live in the first unit when you first walk in. So a lot of times, everybody tends to come to my building, my, to my door, whether it be uh, the person that's doing political campaigning, the person that's whatever. I've had animal control come to my door asking me about the cats in the neighborhood. And I've also had the police come to my door asking me, have I seen like some girl in the neighborhood? She was probably kidnapped or something like that. And I told them, no, like I, I, this is when I had just moved into the neighborhood too. And I wasn't used to having, you know, just people come knock on your door, ask you questions like that. So I'm like, you know, no, I just moved here. I don't, I don't know who you were talking about. I've never seen this person. And they were like, well, who's inside your home? Can you have everybody in your home come to the door with their IDs and show us that they're not this person? And I was like, excuse me? No, I'm not going to do that. Everybody in my apartment is over um, 18 years old. They're not, nobody's in here held without, held without their will. And also you said that you were looking for somebody that was in the neighborhood. So, you know, I'm letting you know I haven't seen anybody and that's it. But they, you know, put their hands on their gun and came toward the door like I had, like I was harboring somebody. So I had to have my two homegirls that were sitting in my room come to the front with their ID and show the police and tell the police that they were not being held against their will. And then they left. Hmm. Uh, because for something that's just for somebody that was not even in my neighborhood, I mean, or in my unit, it had nothing to do with me. You were wow. good. You were a good citizen. <laughs> Keenan Thompson is getting his own show. He That's just won terrific. an Emmy for uh, Saturday Night Live. Yes, finally. and yeah, he's the the longest running uh, current cast member of mm-hmm. SNL. You know, what's really funny about him. My fa- one, my favorite sketch is still my favorite sketch. He's the lead in it, um, and uh, it was it came out at the time when he was the only black cast member on SNL, mm-hmm. and had been for a while. Now. And and it's the what's wrong with that. Uh, what's up with that? Uh, ooh wee! What's up with that? What's up with that? You don't know. You don't know that. Oh, okay. Uh-uh. So, basically, this this is back. Jason Sudeikis and Kristen Wiig and stuff were still on the show uh-huh. back then. So, he, the, the 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 premise of the show is this: this guy used to be a former singer. Now he hosts a show on BET. <laughs> so I'm watching the show, and the first thing they show BET presents. I'm like, for real? Wow! Like y'all ain't got no black people on the show. Y'all gonna do a wow. sketch that opens with BET presents? Wow! And they show this character, and he sings his theme song, and you can start to tell like he's really into his theme song. Mm-hmm. And then he introduces all his guests, and he starts to interview his guests, and then he starts hearing like drum sounds, and he can't like, and all of a sudden he's up singing again, singing his song, ooh wee, and it keeps getting bigger, and like his da- backup dancers, his extra singers, <laughs> and his people playing the trumpets. And this keeps growing, and like the the show never gets off the air. It's just him singing. What's up with that? And it's like, oh, we, we're out of time. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the ah. same sketch every time. Oh, and it wow. cracked me up every time. And it was Keenan. I was like, you know what? Y'all got one Negro, and y'all used him so well. Yeah, that's a good one. Google that one. I will. My thing is, what, I don't. Let me see if anybody else is like this. When when it comes to, oh my God, he scared me. When it comes to duos or members of a group and then there's one who becomes a breakout star mm-hmm. I always go back and look at the early stuff and try to see if I can see that it or mm-hmm. how they stand out or whatever like you mean like Keenan and Kel like Keenan and Kel like bosom buddies I'll go I've, I've gone back and, and watched and like okay Peter Scalori and and Tom Hanks do I see that's something that makes me see that Tom Hanks is going to be a big style versus Peter Scalori and usually I don't. Every mm. now and then I do, but usually I don't. I don't really see anything. No. And I do the same thing in music. Like I went back and I've gone back and listened to uh, Leaders of the New School with Buster Rhymes. Okay. Like, and it was like mm, I I I didn't really 
he wasn't even my favorite one. And I remember the leaders of the new school. I was into that group when they came out. Right. And I remember when Buster broke out as the 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 big solo act to start with. I was kind of surprised because I didn't even think he was like the you know the best one. Yeah. And then there's other times when I think one is clearly better than the other one, and they don't become a breakout star like mm. Criss Cross. Oh. The, the brown skin Chris. I thought that he was much better than light skin Chris. Okay. You know, as a rapper and you know the, uh, the darker one. Mm-hmm. And but he never you know he never. Broke Went out anywhere. Big solo, yeah. you know, rapper or whatever. He ended up actually dying um, yeah. back in 2013. But um, yeah, that, I I just I was, so I was wondering if anybody else ever does that. You know what is is so funny? I was watching a skit. I don't know if you guys remember the show The Parenthood with Robert mm-hmm. uh, with Robert Townsend. Townsend. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, it's a skit with DeAndre Bonds and Tyrese. And at that time, DeAndre Bonds, he's been in all the, he was in Tales from the Hood. He was in like all the black movies at that time. And he was just, he was like big. He was a big a name and he fizzled out. And Tyrese, as we know, became Mr. You know, action movie hit songs and all that stuff. So no, so but his, but his role inside the parenthood was so small and he, and it, he didn't do a good job. I don't want to say he didn't do a good job, but he wasn't better than DeAndre Bonds at that time. Right. So I was quite surprised. Yeah. I usually don't think of that. Like, but I've also been, maybe I did, but I've been doing this so long now and I just feel like I've seen it too, so many times, like either in music and in entertainment, like right. acting and stuff like that. And like people I think are going to break out. Ne- never you know, do. I should say never do, but, do, but they, I, I, I'm, I'm, I know a lot of people that are really, really talented mm-hmm. that I thought like we're going to, I knew like I'm, I, I'm lucky to know them now while they're young. Mm-hmm. They never made that. But there's also other people that like were on the sidelines. There was like, Oh, I wish I could be as good as you that are stars, mm-hmm. like Oscar winners now and, and Emmy winners. And I'm like, Whoa, that's not who I thought would be the one, mm-hmm. you know? And there's other people too. Like that's like just our, their careers are like, when, I, I, I'll, give you another, I'll give you a name example. Jason Sudeikis. I like Jason Sudeikis. Mm-hmm. I think he's a good actor. Um, I think he's funny. Funny. But I, when I was working with him at Second City, you couldn't. I never had any. Get, I would never guess he was going to be a star. I knew Keegan Michael Key was going to be a star. He has that kind of personality, and he's got a. He's a. He's kind of a like a talent that's like standalone talent. Like nobody did what he did except for him. And we didn't have anybody else. I didn't, and I know any other comedic actors that did what he did. But Jason, I thought was like an actor. Like he was doing the best thing for the role, and so that was really good. But I didn't think he was like necessarily a standout. Mm-hmm. Well, he's a star. Like, and he was all of a sudden he was doing movies with 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 Jennifer Aniston and him are on the bu- on the bus together. They're co-starring movies. Right. I'm like that one. I never. I, I, now I don't take anything away from him because right. I'm gr- great. Right. I, I just never would have saw that. Yeah. Yeah, cause I, and I always feel bad about the the one that got left behind, sort of, or didn't have, you know, like the the, the Kale Mitchell, you know. Sure. And I go because I go back and I look, and I'm like, okay, I feel like they're pretty equally talented, you know. I yeah. Mean, when I go back looking at at this, so I'm not necessarily saying that now, but I'm like back then, so I'm like, why did what did, what did they see in him that they didn't see in the other one? Right. Right. To become this bigger, you know, so I'm right. kind of going back and trying to, and trying to see that or spot that or whatever. Do you, I don't know. I usually, like I said, you believe in the sliding door theory, what you know, that? it's that just, one, it's like almost like the butterfly effect. Just like one little event just changes. Like this person goes, goes this way. This person goes that way. This person yeah. all of a sudden ends up in the upper room. This yeah. other person ends up yeah. in the hell downstairs. Yeah, oh. Or, you know, it's like, like if you had just maybe stuck around to meet this business person, like that came in 10 minutes after you left, 
you know, that would have been, mm. that would have been the person that put you in the movie right. that would have sent you to stardom. Right. Or this person that knew this person and they put you on and there you go. Yeah. Yeah. You just never know. You just never know. That's very true. But from, from Keenan to Kale, back when they had that same show, they were definitely equally chopped. And I think that's why their show that's worked so I well. I thought, I thought they So were I'm surprised good. that Kale, what, Kale didn't go as far as But it also could have been things like, because they were kids, like their parent, how they were managed and stuff like that. True, All that plays into it. And then Keenan, I mean, he just kept it rolling. Once he got in the SNL, he was there forever. Mm -hmm. Forever. And it 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 almost seemed in a way that he was had was stale. Mm-hmm. Because he had been doing the same thing for so that, long, for so long, and it just seemed like he wasn't going anywhere. Um, he did a couple of movies. Remember, like did Fat Albert, yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah. So, but it's like those weren't these ain't blockbusters. <laughs> that, that was a good point, though. That the fact that because they were so young that their parents' uh, handling of them could have had a major influence on who, why who became who and whatever else. But a lot of times, though, you know, we're talking about other adults. So like in the bosom buddy situation with uh, Tom Hanks versus Peter Scolari. Ambition and drive is the same thing, too. Like Peter Scolari could be like, you know what? I just want to work. Yeah, I'm not not saying that it's... And Tom Hanks is like, no, I want to win an Oscar. It's all 100% talent. I'm just saying that, you know, that's where I go back and I start because obviously I can't look at... You know stuff that I don't know about that's behind the scenes. You know, but it, it just makes me wonder. Because you know? like Michael Jackson had that drive, Madonna, mm-hmm. like they had that drive. Like and like nothing's gonna stop. They going they going for it. Mm-hmm. You know, Madonna is still like that today. Like yeah. and I mean, y- y'all heard the y'all know about the Madonna share beef? It came up again this week because Cher hates Madonna because. Uh, but why? Because she's too driven and she's like kind of a bitch because mm-hmm. she kind of is always about Madonna all the time and Cher's like, look. You can be gracious and you can be humble and you can go into a room and not demand everything all the time and be tr- don't have to be treated like a star all the time. You could just let that go and be a fucking real person. person. And like I'm sure I was doing this shit 20 years before you came around. Right. I was already living what you live in. And I'm a real person. You can be a real person. That's true. Yeah, sure. Went out of her way to kind of say she didn't like Madonna. <laughs> so you guys know, did you guys know that the space elevators are a real thing? That's ridiculous. I heard about it, but I don't know if it was like a happening, happening. Well, it's, it's yes and no. They've done like kind of a, like prototypes up in space on like a, a, a smaller scale, like from one space station to the next kind of thing or whatever. But no, they're, they are saying that they will probably be one built between 2025 and 2035. And it's going to take you between space stations? No, it's going to take you from Earth to space. Space. And that's it. You just get to get. Well, they're saying that it not only does it is it um, they said it will actually be easier to build one for like the moon and for Mars than it is for Earth because their gravitational pull is not as strong as ours. Mm. So the 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 rope or cable or whatever you want to call it doesn't we they have there's actually material in existence to to make the one for Mars or for or moon for, uh, or the moon right now. Whereas the one for Earth has to be there right now. The lead the leader. Or the leading uh, material, is, they call it nano nanotubes, mm. right? And but I don't think that's where it is yet, or whatever. But it's they're saying it's on pace. That this is cool. not for me. This is not the elevator for me. Yeah, because <laughs> I've been in the Sears Tower up in Chicago, and that was too high up. Um, I was I've been in the Arch in St. Louis, mm-hmm. and you know, you know, it's just structurally that's mm. compared to going to space, like that's not, literally nothing. And right. so, like, but you're in that. 
and it's that motherfucker sways. Oof. And you can see when you're up in the top of it, you can see the shadow of it going back oh. and forth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going up and nothing. Not going that oh. way. No, <laughs> well, talk the about primary, a stomach drop. The primary purpose of it is to send supplies and materials back and forth, but it will be able to uh, carry people as well. And they're saying instead of the the twenty something thousand dollars it takes to for a space show now, it'll be like five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Okay. The cost. Oh, that's not that bad. No, not bad at all. Oh, I know people that's gonna yeah. that's gonna sell it out as soon as they got the pre-sale tickets. Uh, that's yeah. cheaper than Beyonce and Jay Z. They, they are talking. No, 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 no. Well, I don't know that they're talking about. That's how much they're going to charge the people to ride up there. Oh, okay, I'm saying that would be the cost, cost. of got the it. Operating. Operation. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. So, yeah, that makes yeah, more I sense. Think they probably might charge a little more than that. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm not yeah. saying that they should, but I'm just saying it no, that's, wouldn't that's be a, a bad business ride. idea. That's a long ride. It's, yeah, it's, it's a week, a week and like seven and a half days to get up there. What? Yeah. Well, it takes wow. The it takes the rocket two days. Wow. So. Wow. Okay. Five days in an elevator. No, no, seven and a half. Seven and a half days in an elevator. So, but don't, yeah, it's not like an elevator, like how you go to work and you get in the elevator. No, this is going to be big, huge cargo thing that's in, you know, and clearly to have like facilities for, for you to live, you know? So, but, uh, yeah, it, it, it's, uh, it's, it's quite interesting and they're, they're very, uh, this is, this is a thing. They're really working on it. So I'll wait. So. I'll wait. <laughs> I'll wait. I'll wait till they run it a few times, you know. Mm-hmm. Wait, I'll wait till it malfunction and they get all the kinks out. I'll look at your pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Post them online. Oh, God. Because I'll still be on that technology. Okay. I'm old. I don't know if I'll, I'll, I'll be down to get on that ride either. So. <laughs> okay. So now it is time for Pip's Broke Ass Hacks. Bitch better have my money. Got to have it. Bitch better have my money. Yo, 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 it's Pip and I'm back with another broke ass hack. Cause I'm broke. Broke, 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 broke. Like a Senate committee. <laughs> <laughs> so we've talked before on this show about uh, apps, mo- mainly food apps and such. I've talked about Chipotle and El Pollo Loco and McDonald's, Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks, Chick-fil-A. I want to add some new apps on to, uh, that I want to hip you to. A couple that I've tried and a couple that I've just done some research on. Um, uh, the first one I, I've recently tried is the Wendy's app. I like the Wendy's app. My thing about the apps are, you know, as I said before, this is about broke-ass hacks. If you broke, you shouldn't be spending a lot of money. Right. So. I'm not trying to encourage you to spend it, but if you're going to these places, save some money, right? So we don't live in... When I was growing up, on Sunday, you would get a big-ass newspaper, and in the back of the newspaper would be comics, and inside the comics would be coupons. (laughs) And you take them coupons... And you go get two for one hamburgers or blah, 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 blah. Well, I don't get no newspapers no more. So yeah. I don't get those coupons. I mean, I guess they have those circulars out around the mail, but I don't want that piece of paper in my, what am I going to do with that? Where am I going to carry that? Right. So now I just get it on the apps. Mm-hmm. So that's what you find like on the Wendy's app. You'll get those, like those coupons that you would get that you just there on the apps now. And a lot of it is free food. You get free food just for signing up. You know, you get a single or, or you get like a 30 cent frosty just for signing up and you get those deals. Same thing with Baskin Robbins. Right. Baskin Robbins is one I just signed up for. Uh, you get a free scoop just for signing up. And then again, there's all their discounts and stuff like that and specials. And then they give you free stuff on your birthday and other 
special occasions like National Ice Cream Day, things like that. Another, new, another app I just signed up for because I was downtown and somebody told me about it is Godiva Chocolates. I love Godiva Chocolates. So with Godiva Chocolates, you get a free chocolate just for signing up. And you don't get it one just for signing up only, but you also get it monthly. Every month they give you a free chocolate. So again, this is obviously to get you back to the store, but you know, just because they're giving you something free doesn't mean you have to buy that's just the thing. If you, I'm not one of those people that's going to feel guilty because I didn't buy something. Right. <laughs> it's like, you shouldn't offer it to me for free if you didn't want to give it to me for free. And so, you know, I have gone into C's more than once just to get a free sample and then walked out. Um, and I, do, I'm, I will do it with Godiva as well. Um, I do want to expand this. Since we're talking about food, those include supermarkets. You know, get, they, they have apps for Ralph's. They have them for Kroger's. They have them for Vons. They have them for Hy-Vee, wherever. They even have them for Walmart and Target as well. We can get coupons added savings, and specials. Um, speaking of Target and Walmart, they do sell way more than food at their stores. Some stores don't even sell food. They have also other retail things. Um, I actually have both of those apps, and those are actually really great apps. Well, yeah, I was just going to say, the uh, on one uh, an additional benefit to the grocery store apps, yeah. like the Ralph's, I have the Ralph's Kroger app, whatever. It it has, like, you, you can put in the, the, the specific Ralph's that you're at, mm-hmm. right? You can So you can access any one, right? And then from there... You can also look up whatever item you're searching for. It'll give you the price, the aisle, and everything. So oh. you don't have to wander around the store looking for stuff or whatever. Yeah. It's in aisle, whatever, whatever. Or if it's in three different aisles, it'll tell you all three different aisles as well as the price. Plus, wow. it'll add coupons onto your yeah. your card. Mm-hmm. So when you, when you check out, yeah. it's already there. Yeah. So yeah. you don't have to give a coupon for your baby food. It's already right. Really and Ralph's and Ralph's is connected with Shell gas station. Right. So not only do you earn points for your groceries or whatever, you earn points to take money off gas. So I've even used my Ralph's points to get like 10 or 15 cents off per gallon of my gas. And here's the other thing with those apps. Uh, it's a little intrusive. I don't mind it so much. I don't mind the big brother aspect of where we're going with some of the technology, some <laughs> of the technology, but I, I do like with, apps that like that they do know what I buy so that they know what I'm interested in saving in and what they will let me know it's on special. They're like, Negro, right. you buy a piece of cake every week. <laughs> <laughs> you could buy a whole cake this week <laughs> for six dollars. So, right, exactly. <laughs> so it tells me that. And, yes. and, and I've set mine to that language. That it does that. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, do yes. like, again, I do like the Target and Walmart one as well because with the Target and Walmart one, similar thing, you can get in-store pickup of oh. your items and stuff like that. You know, you can you know buy it. Like I, I have a Target across the street from my new job. So if I wanted to buy, I bought some hair care products this week. I just put it, I bought it on the app. I went to the store and picked it up. Oh. I didn't wait in any like any line. I just had to go to customer service and pick it up. Right. So like stuff like that. It's, oh, I like that with the apps. Walmart. Now this is what they have. This is the best thing I've ever had, and I wish all of them would try that. They have a thing called Savings Catcher. Mm. So if a price is something that you buy on their app, if it's cheaper at your local store, they'll catch it and give you the difference on an e-gift card. Oh, nice. Yes. I mean, it's probably gonna be sent, so you have to save that up. But yeah. nonetheless, if you know if it's on special, you know it'll catch it for you and yeah. give you that dis that that difference what do you mean catch it for you though so uh say all the stores are don't necessarily have the same prices Mm -hmm. a lot of people Mm -hmm. don't realize that if you because you live if you live in la the store rent is more expensive than Ah, in oklahoma city ah, i see what you're saying so the underwear the even though it's the same hanes Mm -hmm. underwear Mm -hmm. it might be 598 in mm-hmm. Oklahoma City, and it might be six ninety eight. I got in it. LA. I got it. Okay. But say on the app they charging you six ninety eight, mm-hmm. and you live in Oklahoma City, 
They're like, oh, no, we, we owe you a dollar. Right. Because okay. if you went to the store yourself, you'd only be paying five ninety eight. Right. Okay. Yeah, I understand. I thought you were saying, like, uh, if it if it was a different store, like if Target had the same item for oh, cheaper. That would be nice. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was like, wait, how did they catch it? That's why I was most like, how stores, did they catch it? Most stores, though, if you if you if you a diligent shopper, most, you know, you'll catch that before you go because most stores do price match. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good to know, too. And guess what? I did a rain check the other day, too. Did you know? They were looking good at me you. all crazy like, yes, I know about a rain check. Thank you. That's right. It's I'm a hack. Price later. Thank you. It was anyway, that's my broke ass <laughs> hack of the, of the week. We'll get into more retail stuffs in the future. Stores like, you know, your JCPenney's and your Macy's and, 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 and such. I, want, I, I just want to do a little bit more research on those so I'll give you guys some helpful information. Cool. That's what's up. I like that. I can't wait to go get my free chocolate from Godiva. Godiva don't be playing, man. man. I love Godiva. I love free shit. I, I do enjoy the free shit. <laughs> yeah. Don't we all? Okay, now it's time for our question of the week. So question of the week is, if you had the choice of being a different person every day and coming home to the same family or being the same person coming home to a different family every day, which would you choose? Okay. So up first, we have faithful listener, Tina Greenwood. Mm-hmm. And she says, awful choices. As a brain aneurysm survivor, this hurts my heart. Aww. When I came home from the hospital after a 30-day stay, my brain was still swollen. And I came out of my bedroom, looked my husband straight in the face, and asked, where is Joseph? He said, I am Joseph. I apparently was in- indignant, and he said, I, uh, indignant and said, no. My husband, Joseph, turned on my heel and went back to the, to the bed. Yikes. I've heard many stories like that one. Thank God that was temporary. Someone would have to pick for me on this one. Okay. <laughs> that does sound awful. Yeah. That does sound awful. And I told her, I'm very sorry that that happened to you, but very happy that you're here with us today. Yeah. Could you imagine though him like, he's like, I am Joseph. She's like, no, my husband, Joseph. Right. And he's like, that's... Where's she going? (laughs) (laughs) But I, oh. So Chad Samuel Jr. says, Dino, you found out my secret for keeping it light. Oh my God. (laughs) Be that different person in in the the same same home. home. So Mm, Chad mm, is like mm. Sybil. (laughs) He like change that look. Keep that family. It's a Tara. Okay, uh, Kat McCormick said, same person, different family. <laughs> I like change. Okay. But it's the emojis that she used. She used the soul. <laughs> Momo said, different person, same family. They'll get used to me being someone else and accept it, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> and James Nesbitt said, I want to stay the same person and deal with whatever changes life throws at me. Kind of like real life. Okay. Mm. And then last but not least, we have Trina L. Miller. She said, I would change everyone except my daughter where I go. She goes. And I told Trina, that's a big. (laughs) That's not the way we play the game, damn it. No, it's not. That's not an option. Either play the game right or stay your ass at home. Yeah. Quit getting on my page trying to change the game. It's not how we do it around here. No, okay. So anyway. (laughs) With the hip, baby. (laughs) So it was nice to hear from James Nesbitt, a new person chiming in. Yeah. Shout out. 
appreciate you uh, chiming in. Yeah, welcome. Uh, <laughs> I hope you're enjoying the show. Yes, thank you. Okay, so let's bring it in here to the crew and start off with Mr. Pip as usual. Which one would you choose? You said already last week you already knew yeah. before the show ended which one you would choose. Which yeah. one? I'm going to say the same, different family. Okay. I can deal with that. Change, I, I, like for the reasons everybody else said, like I like the idea of change. Right. I feel like that like that's already life. Like life yeah. is always about like how do you deal with change? Mm-hmm. So I get to stay me and I get to learn. I feel like the more people you meet, the more you learn about yourself anyway. So it's basically all about me. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I was just, I was very surprised to see all the variety of answers. I wasn't expecting. I don't think it was that much variety. It was like two two choices, but I was surprised to see like everybody had their different, you know, it wasn't more one way or the other way. It was very even even yeah yeah okay so while we're at it what which one would you choose i would choose be a different person and come back to the same family and let them deal with it okay yeah for that reason all right well i originally thought like pip i was like you know what and like uh other people Mm -hmm. i was like yeah i kind of like the 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 variety and i have a different one but then i thought about having a different my daughter being a different daughter every time Mm. That part was like I can't do it. Like, mm. no, I don't. I don't want a different daughter. Yeah, I want my same. It was weird. Like I was okay with a different wife, but I wasn't okay <laughs> with a different daughter for whatever reason. <laughs> you ain't right. You but you'd ain't be right. different every time. Maybe you wouldn't like your daughter. One incarnation of you. Hmm. I have to think about that. Maybe uh, that's. Maybe one of your incarnations didn't want ever want kids. Yeah. Oh, but it'll be I for mean, a day. Well, well <laughs> is it for a day or is it for ever? I mean. Because I didn't, it didn't have any limits on the original thing. That wouldn't matter too. Like if this was like a temporary thing, I'd be more okay with actually either one, really. But if it's like something that has to be that way for the rest of your life, then that's like, oh, I think I would still have to go with, I think I would have to go with a different me. But that's so you can give your daughter the life. Is that what you're saying? Just because, yeah, because I can't, I can't. Choose, I can't imagine like not having my daughter or having, and then my daughter is like this different daughter every day, like some new girl, like some new little girl every. No, I want my same daughter. That one is the good one. Like oh, that one's the yeah. one I got. That's the one that I made. Yeah, that's the one I made, and I guess this one would be versions of me as well because she's still my daughter. But I, I don't know her. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. this one, that's I know true. this one. That's true. I know this one, so I would. I think I'd rather have different, different me. Yeah, I think it's just cool for me to show up as a different person every day. Like this, is what you got today? Right. Like, oh, that's it. That, that's kind of weird. Like for them, though, <laughs> it's, it's not me. That's their problem. <laughs> that was that was crazy. That was a crazy question. That was that was a good one. I like that, that one. Was, it was good. It was crazy. All right. So our question for next week is: What is something you hated about yourself? That you now like or consider a strength. I know what mine's gonna be. This is I have to think about this. What is something you hated about yourself that you now like or consider it a strength? That's a good one. That's a great one. Yeah. It's a great, it's great. That's good. I know what mine's okay. gonna be. I like that one. I, I got I got a couple things off the top of my head I can think of that I didn't like about myself. I don't think I have anything that I didn't like that I now consider a strength. I don't consider it a strength, but I do know that like that thing helped to strengthen me and sure. helped, you know, make me the person that I am. Mm-hmm. So it, there's strength in it that way. But okay. it, it, in and of itself, I wouldn't consider it a strength. You know what I mean? 
Okay, well, I'm interested for next week yeah. to see what Dino's is going to be. My fat ass. Oh, shit. Yes. I'm thankful for I'm thankful for Pip's ass. Talk about sunshine on a cloud team day. Oh, my God. What yeah. <laughs> He's a nice butt. When I was it's fifth, round. When I was in fifth grade and everybody Tight. else started growing up, my ass grew out. And <laughs> and the rest of me grew like grew. three years later. Oh, my God. <laughs> He said, my ass grew out, and then I grew up. Wow. Yeah. Okay, let's get into our feedback and shout-outs. Okay, so we don't have any any uh, feedback this week, so I will... We have some shout-outs, though. First up is... I want to give a shout-out to my man... Mr. Moody, who I nicknamed the Podfather. Okay. He is back on a long, he's been on a long break. He's had some, some health issues that he was very forthcoming about on his show. This is um, a brother who, he's, we're about the same age, but I look up to him because he's been doing this damn near 10 years. So I kind of consider him as big brother. He considers me as a little brother, even though we're about the same age. I think we're like a couple months apart. <laughs> I technically might be older than him Ooh. by a couple months. Ooh. But in any case. Um, he's your podcast big brother. Yeah, he's my podcast big brother. There we go. And when I started this thing or whatever, he embraced me and was very encouraging to me or whatever. And I admire him and his talent. He does. He's one of those. Uh, I admire solo people, people like him and my buddy Latone mm-hmm. that do these solo shows. Mm-hmm. That is so impressive to me. Mm-hmm. The ones that do it and do it on the level that they do it, mm-hmm. which is not a lot of people. Um, I, Cause I don't, I don't, I don't think that's easy to do. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I really don't think that's easy to do, but I'm so, so impressed with them. He has a great show. Now he came back, not as a, as a, as a traditional podcast, like he was when he left, he came back as a, as a video podcast on Facebook. So oh. if you found on Facebook at the time, he uh, is talking about expanding it, you know, to, the audio format like he had previously but for right now he's just focused on doing his video show a couple times a week on facebook so if you want to check him out you can always look on one of our pages always uh share his links on our pages you can also just search in mr moody or uh mr moody's neighborhood or jeffrey robinson or, or anything like that and he should you know he should come up but it's about an hour show and it's a video show and it's just him and this you know, in a nice, nice looking little studio. Awesome. Uh, and it's a very, the quality is excellent, which I don't expect anything less from Mr. Moody. Uh, he, he doesn't play. He doesn't play. You know, he's always has great quality. So shout out to him. Welcome back. So glad, so glad to have you back, my brother. And <clears throat> you still have never been on my show. We've, we've done a show together Uh-oh. on someone else's show. But I've never been on his show, and he's never been on mine. And we need to we need to fix that. Yeah. But I don't know how it's going to work him because he's a talker. Mm-hmm. He's a talker, which is how he can do his own show by ah. himself. And there's, like there's no silence. But he he talks. He mm-hmm. that brother. He talks. Yeah. And I've, we've spoken on the phone before. He's the same way in real life. <laughs> so I'm, I'm I know when he comes over, it's going to be all it's going to be the movie show. Oh my we god, we got to do a two part something because that brother he can talk. Oh yeah. man. Okay, so um, shout out to him. Shout out to, to Tall Sean from the Got What You Need Network. Shout out. He's um, um, uh, Twitter baby Erica's husband. 
and I'm very I'm looking forward to him because he will be in town next week and we have made plans to connect. So um, or tentative plans, not hard plans, but tentative plans. It looks like it's going to happen. I'm very excited about that because every time I've met people from podcast world in person, I, I don't I don't think I've had a bad experience yet. I don't think I've had a bad experience yet. As some of the ones that I've known in real life. You know, <laughs> now, that's a different story. But but the ones that I've met online and then met in person, you know, it's 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 always been good. So, yeah, so far and, we're and good. I, I really like this brother already. You know, even just from interfacing with him on social media and in private chats and whatever else. You know, him and his wife they have a beautiful family. They love them. They're great. And I'm so looking forward to seeing him next week. Uh, if if it's possible for him to come on the show, you know I'm gonna make that happen if it's possible. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it is because he's out here on some business or whatever, so he may not be able to do it. But if so, you know we might have a, a we would a studio, like studio, that a studio guest next week. So we would like that. Go. Um, shout out to Lord Snooty. Lord Snooty is a listener from the uh, the No Nonsense Show. All right, and he hit me up and he asked me for the number to leave a voicemail. I gave him the number. So anybody else out there just know that at the end of the show, there's always the information given with uh, our email address and our voicemail number. Mm -hmm. So that's I know that becomes white noise, but just to let you guys know, give you a reminder. That's one of the reasons I know some people might wonder why we shout people out sporadically. Mm -hmm. And this is why I do it. Not, not, and this is no knock against the shows that do do it. You know, like Jason and Mindy, they shout us out, and I deeply appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Brand X used to, but I think that's probably the only ones that Jason and Mindy, I think, are the only ones who shout us out every episode. Shout out, we um, love them though. Yeah, we do, we do. They family to the, the show, they ain't even friends. I don't like doing that is because I think just like how Laura Snooty didn't know, and I'm not picking on Laura Snooty because mm-hmm. I get this, que- I get questions about what's our email address or what's our voicemail number a lot, right, all the time, and it's. In every episode at the end, and it's in the show notes of every show, but people still, but things become white noise to people, mm-hmm. you know, things they, they, and I want the shout outs to land on when I shout out your podcast or the person, whatever, I want it to land on people's ears and yeah. hear it. Yeah. And I don't want it to just become background noise, mm-hmm. you know, like, like the, like the, the outro, yeah. you know, I think I, the outro was background noise. People probably don't even listen to the end, mm-hmm. probably just stop it and press on to the next or something like that. Right. And that's one of the reasons why I haven't just like at the end of the show made this, you know, this, 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 this thing where we shout out, every, you know, these certain shows every time or whatever. And, you know, or made it an automated thing or whatever. That's just my personal thing. Okay. I just feel like, you know, just like, I feel like sometimes an ad that comes from the host is more effective than, you know, than the pre-roll or the time that's the kind that's produced right. you know, ahead of time. Right. The host actually is telling you about this product that they use and recommending it. I think sometimes that comes across a little more. Yeah. It lands a little better. Yeah. Than so anyway, it sticks to you. Yeah. So anyway, Laura Snooty, thanks for, uh, for checking in and I'm still looking for the voicemail bro. I checked it. I didn't, I haven't seen it anywhere. And for everybody who wants to know, tell them what the number is, Dino. You tell them what the number is. It's four. I don't know. It's four two four. She's me. It's two six one. Nine eight seven eight. Nine eight seven eight. And make it sexy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And you can either call and leave a voicemail or you can do the way Baylor the Gray likes to do it. He records it on his phone and then emails it in. Oh, okay. So either way, whatever is easier. Whatever you get. like. And that's the shiznit show at gmail.com. Okay, mm. she knew that one. She knew that one. <laughs> 
Okay, uh, another shout out to uh, Deosha Moore, a homegirl who's uh, been checking out the show. And last but not least, a very good friend of mine, Dr. Jamiko Bell, who was, uh, she used to be a co-worker as a friend. We worked together many years ago. Her and Charlie Bell, who used to host the show before, previously. Okay. Um, the three of us worked together years ago. And because of those two, that was one of the most pleasant jobs I ever had. That's that's so sad. In addition to I had me, I had a great supervisor. Mm -hmm. My boss was great, and then going to work with those two crazy girls every day. They're both really smart. That's what's that beautiful, intelligent black women, and we all became really good friends. And we used to like do lunch together, and we became friends outside of work, and we took trips together, and you know all kind of stuff. And oh, those were the good old days. We were all single, you know. um, Living your best life. Most of us are married now. Two, two, two out of the three of us are married, and uh, it is. It was a good time. It was good. It was good days. So um, she recently started listening to the show, and she says she subscribed, so she should be listening now. Awesome. So uh, I don't know. If, I don't think I told her I was gonna shout her out, but she'll. What up, Doc Bell? Hey, Doctor Jamiko Bell. That's my girl, Doctor Bell. All right, you guys. So that brings another episode of the Season Show to a close. No. Yes, and I gotta say, Jack is a big old baby. Ah, <sighs> I never seen a dog cry so much for no reason. I don't know. He's not a puppy. He's a grown no, man. He's not a puppy. He's like five. He's I don't spoiled. know what his problem is. He's, he's a new. He's not spoiled. He's in a new environment, and he's not getting any attention because we're giving all our attention to the mics. That's true. He wanted to, to sniff the mic. I'm like, you cannot do that. Like even when you were holding him, he would still be whining. I don't know what what is. He is a cry baby. He's attention. Hog. Right, that's spoiled. He's a attention hog, but I don't spoil him with attention. Uh, I don't. He like Madonna. Yeah, he is like Madonna. <laughs> he just resilient too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, he's still cute though. Very. But uh, he won't be back. He's, he's very cute. He won't be but, back. But, yeah, he, he won't be back. He, he, he won't be back. He didn't do good. No, he did not do good. <laughs> he did not. <laughs> I thought he was gonna. No, he didn't. No. 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 I believe he's not always like that, or she wouldn't have brought him. Yeah. No. Of course not. But I don't know what it is why why he was like that today. I don't know. I mean, he's at first I thought, oh, maybe once he sniffs around. Is, I don't think he. I don't think he picked up. I don't. Okay. Think, Thank I don't God. Think see, but because he's not. He's small. Mm-hmm. And he's not very loud, you know. I mean, well, he's kind of loud to us, but for the microphone, an annoying. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, he was fucking annoying. <laughs> Shut up! All right, I'm looking at you right in your face. What? <laughs> what is wrong with you? You're fine. It ain't cold in here. It ain't hot in here. You know, woke with kids do they show with kids? Oh my god! <laughs> they get interrupted every show. Oh, this. Oh, this is. I felt. I felt that today. I, do it. I, I can't. I do it. He's not coming back. Yeah. He's not coming back. I'm spoiled. I'm used to like, cause I'm, my work conditions are the same way. The office is like, it's pretty. And every now and then when there is like a little buzz or whatever, I'm so bad. I'll be like, I'll be wanting to like, I have to stop myself <laughs> from going over there and breaking it up. You're like, hey, you know, keep it down. Be, yeah. I don't want to be an asshole or whatever, but at the same time, it's a little like, okay, I hope this don't last long. Cause, uh-huh. you know, Fuck that. I was ready to choke the nigga. <laughs> Slap him, throw him. I pinched him. He screamed. I was like, "Oh shit, nigga! I can't even pinch you." Oh, see, so oh, you taking advantage of all this shit right now? Okay, I got something for you. Sit your ass in the car. And wait till I get back with my shoe. Okay. Oh, I didn't say that. Four. <laughs> 
for the Jamonique. And Jack today. <laughs> and Pip Lily. And Jack. <laughs> I'm Dino Red saying holler at your boy. From all of our crew to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been... You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network.